Hey, I'd love to welcome everybody right now to Ultra Life Today broadcast. Uh, I've got Adam Payne here in the studio, CEO of Ultra Botanica. Good morning, Adam. How hey, Josh. You? I've got a very special guest. As promised, we're going to be bringing some unique health experts that have their own little twist on what they do in the health world, uh, personal consultations. And most of the ones we bring on the broadcast will have lots of letters behind their name as well. But they're letters. real people and they're genuine and we love them. And we'd like to welcome today someone called Mary Jane Fry to our broadcast. Good morning, Mary Jane. Good morning. And we've had Mary Jane. We've interviewed her at different times. She's been a unique friend to our company and she's constantly evangelizing um, what we do in terms of a manufacturer of unique technology and supplements to other people that are health health professionals in their own industry. Mary Jane is a PharmD. She's got a BS in pharmacy as well, but she has really morphed into this role of personal consultation as it relates between balancing individuals prescriptions and the drugs they take and how to integrate supplements and diet and other things she does some some unique testing as well along the way so mary jane why don't you take a moment and tell us a little bit about what happens when somebody comes in maybe they fill well, scripts in the be, pharmacy before before then, we before we get into all that i mean come on we're just like kind of i mary jane how did you ever get involved in in this stuff? What what what? I really want to know. I want to know your origin story before we get into like what That's happened. That's always my favorite. Part. I, I you know I I love you, Josh. You know me. I love people's origin stories because it tells so much about their DNA. We had Kenzie Taylor on our last week, last uh, last month, and her origin story. I, I don't know, have you talked to her? Do you know her at all? I don't. You, oh my god! I have invited her to your health <laughs> meetup once, and she's been busy. So, but okay. you got to meet her. She's a naturopath. She who trained her? It was um, she. She did the Trinity School. Trinity School, and uh, just an amazing God-driven story of somebody that um, uh, wanted to be a doctor, and uh, her spiritual path really dictated a different direction and she's just loving what she's doing but i i don't want to um uh, i don't want to salt your path here in any way how mary mary jane why are you doing what you're doing today what what was your origin story here so i started as just a traditional pharmacist and well why why did you start in pharmacy oh, why did i pick pharmacy okay um back when i was in middle school i did a paper um, where I had to go interview somebody, and a friend of mine was working at a pharmacy, so I interviewed the pharmacist there, and that was kind of a starting point. I loved medicine, but I didn't want to do blood. So I, I found pharmacy from that starting point, and then a friend of mine had an older brother who was going to college a few years before us, and he was looking at different careers, and his mom was a chiropractor, and when we were at their house one day, he had some brochures about pharmacy and I read it and it was talking about the science and the um, medical profession, but not blood. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. What, what's, uh, why, what, ha what happened with you in blood? Nothing that I know of. Just, that was just We're looking something. for that trauma that I don't know. Place no, that no completely trauma. derailed do you, do you. Faint? Are you one of those people that faints when you see blood? Because there's like a, a certain percentage of the population they see blood. No, They're on no. the floor. No, I don't. No, and I'm fine. I can give. Blood. Okay, but you just don't want to. You don't want to deal with the blood. To, yeah, at that point, I didn't think I wanted. I don't. To I don't blame blood. you. You know. So, 
So I found pharmacy and made that my path. I never changed. From so that something point clicked on. when you saw that brochure and you were seeing other people's paths. It was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. My aunt was a nurse until she was like 88 or 89. And so I had that along the way also of knowing that I liked the medicine side of things. And I can remember her reading Prevention Magazine. Oh, interesting. So What what is that Prevention? Is that like a professional journal or the something? Rodale, no, no. The Rodale it Press. Was, <laughs> it was like your I mean this is like 50 years ago or 60 years ago. It I think I still see little, it around, you know, Prevention it, yeah. it's still around, isn't it? It yeah. was just a little magazine that talked about um, health, but from more of an alternative. Yeah, oh, profoundly influenced the health food store industry and the growth of it, Adam. Over oh, right. oh interesting. Rodale Press, and they put out all kinds we of interesting talk, articles. We should talk to those guys. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's those. I find those things really fun. Yeah. So, so, so then fast forward through pharmacy school, um, and I loved my my initial just interacting with people. I chose community because I could talk to people. You know, my my starting into pharmacy, but then pharmacy started to change fairly quickly when I got in into compounding pharmacy. And so, we... so was there kind of like a dividing point at some, I'm, I'm just curious. I mean, I can imagine all these people studying pharmacy, going through pharmacy school. Was there kind of like a dividing point when like, well, you need to choose, are you going to go into compounding pharmacy or are you just going to be kind of the no, normal? No, it wasn't there at that point. It was either community or hospital. Oh, interesting. And that was the two spaces in So in which one did you choose? So I chose community Okay. and started in community pharmacy. And the owner of the pharmacy's um, name was Don Cootie. Um, he's was around Oklahoma City Pharmacy in Bethany for for years and years and years. And so um, we we got into compounding fairly early on oh, in interesting. The, the realm of compounding pharmacy from I shouldn't say early on because compounding came from from the beginning. Yeah, so just so, just in case people don't know what compounding pharmacy mm -hmm. is, maybe just a quick overview of what the difference between normal, you know, what people consider to be normal like CVS pharmacy to what what's a compounding pharmacist? So a compounding pharmacy can be either singly focused on just compounding or you can have like an in-compound um, from an independent pharmacy. So what we have is a pharmacy that fills the prescriptions, traditional, commercial, okay. comes from the drug manufacturers, and then we also compound. So it means you're, you're taking ingredients exactly and turning them into prescriptions a custom formulation right. if you will right right right, okay. right exactly tailored more to that individual even taste profile right mm -hmm. okay uh. so there can be any realms like we do compounding for um veterinary veterinarians to where we make chew treats or gels for the cat's ear or the dog to take medications we make some bird prescriptions different things and then for wow. humans um, kind of the beginning was the start of some topical creams. Oh, interesting. The ketoprofen mm -hmm. combination creams was one of the first things that we started used to doing. Um, and then also um, the hormone replacement world. Oh, right. interesting. Um, so bioidentical kind bio of Bioidentical hormones. Yeah. So was there a pivotal moment as it relates to you've got traditional pharmacy over here and you've got the pharmaceutical preparations and medications and then you've got this wild world of vitamins and supplements and nutrients and things. How did those two marry together for you, Mary Jane? So I went to a seminar on 
hormone replacement therapy and started getting into learning about how to recommend to the physicians um, different uh, modalities or um, supplements and hormone combinations to help a patient. And my first, um, one of the first doctors, Dr. Laura M uh, Mackey, she would give me her hardest cases. Like oh, interesting. <laughs> so Baptism by fire. Yes, it was. And so um, we laughed about that a lot. But she would say, okay, this person, I've tried everything and nothing's working. You, you talk to them. And so that's how it started. Um, and at the same time, my sister um, was going through perimenopause. And so oh. I was helping her with some different things. And then as it went along and grew, we kind of went to this HRT training. And then the next year they said, well, we really should open and talk about thyroid to go along with it. Cause H I'm sorry, HRT? Hormone replacement Oh, hormone therapy. replacement therapy. Okay, yeah. So, so we did the hormone replacement therapy, and then the next year they were like, well, you need to add some thyroid information because oh, interesting. thyroid and hormones go together. Yep. You can't do them in a bubble. And then they said, well, you need to add adrenals, the stress hormones, to the picture. So I learned more about that. And then it just kept expanding. And, and you saw results. Well, I think more importantly, I mean, as Absolutely. these... Absolutely. Right? I mean, well, these... The patients saw results. Right. Yes. I mean, you have people that are in, like, at the end of their wits, at the end of their rope, and... The mm -hmm. interventions, I would imagine, were, were life-changing for a lot of these people. Absolutely. I had a woman in this week who I've known for probably 20 years now, and we laugh. She sounded suicidal the day I talked to her on the phone. Oh, my gosh. When her doctor um, called and told her to talk to me. And <laughs> she said at that point that she got on hormones, she said it took five days, and it had changed her life. So, And I had another woman years later who who spoke the same types of things. And now we get into the gut because everybody is talking what's happening in the gut. We need to focus well, on the and, gut. And the inflammation system in the body. I mean, the, all of these different, uh, all of our body systems, have, are they speak to each other. Right. Right. And, and yeah. I, in a later segment, we're going to talk about a tool that you're using. Well, that's what I was going to say. And then the extra piece is now the genetics. That's a fascinating world to be able to. A lot of you know, a together. lot of our listeners, I would imagine, are scared of that word, like genetic testing and things like that, mm -hmm. and you know, thinking, oh, the government's going to know, or insurance companies are going to know, and they're going to deny me services, and I'm I'm scared. I'm you know, a lot of our listeners might know I I deal with some pretty heavy duty medical issues myself, and you've mm -hmm. actually helped me in in a really significant way and we we're going to talk about that because I think it's it's cool I can you know be self-effacing and talk about my own <laughs> stuff that's going on and and the ways that this uh, genomic metabolome metab metabolomic kind of interventions can really help people but the, the genetic side let's let's get folks let's get the fear of learning about our genomics out of the way this when when if you get tested and there's some really smart ways to get tested you can learn so much about your own biology. It's a fingerprint into the world of, of the building blocks of how your machinery works. You know, you wouldn't take your, your, um, uh, your Toyota car to a Ford dealership, right? right? You could, and you know what? They, you, you're, you're rolling the dice here. 50-50, at best. <laughs> at be In fact, they'll probably turn you away because they're like, ah, uh, this is Toyota. We only deal with Fords. Or you could take it to a generalist. How, you know, it's the same thing with our genomics. When you understand 
the complexity and how it all comes together. Mary Jane has some tools that she uses that that give you that take that information and turn it into a usable work map. Now, Mary Jane, we got a couple of minutes left on this segment, but I am really fascinated. I've noticed a trend of individuals, especially in over 50 population, beginning to really take control of their health, look at the difference between medicines and supplements. How have what you've done, how has what you've done influenced that? And what do you see from the public? I mean, everybody's got a smartphone now, they can get on the Mm -hmm. internet, they can research for themselves. Have you seen a shift of people that are traditionally going to be looking only at pharmaceutical medication to broadening their horizons? That's a can of worms right there. They're being educated, self-educating themselves. Interesting. Learning more and not taking a my doctor said it approach. Mm. And they're very smart about it. So I have to stay on top of things because they can come in and say something I'm like, oh, I don't think I've heard that I need to learn about that. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'll say I need to go, you know, look that up and research that. Is is it, would it be true because this, I'm not going to talk about my experience a lot, but just a snippet. Would it be true to say that individuals that are looking more at a holistic mindset and including diet and supplements, is that, do, do those individuals, Mary Jane, potentially not have as many negative side effects as it is in the medicine world? Or, or are you good enough uh. that you keep people minimized in side effects? When it comes to supplements, you need to know what to take when. Yep. So it's not like it's just a free world. But yeah. I was at a talk um, a couple weeks ago, and the doctor said that he had looked through the data, and the number of deaths um, is few when it comes to supplements. So there's definitely occasions where something can go yeah, wrong. It's, it's, it, the, you can have side effects from supplements. You can too, definitely have side you know. effects. I, yes. it, it just, it doesn't necessarily mean, just, I'm going to, I'm going to blow the socks. I, I know we're coming up to the end of our segment here, but I'm just going to extend it just another minute here. So bear with me. You know, we, we make these arbitrary definitions of something is a supplement and something is a drug. These are, these are, it, these are arbit, not arbitrary assignments. A drug has actually been tested in clinical studies and with pivotal multi-center, multi-center placebo-controlled, randomized, randomized, all that stuff in order to create, you know, a data set that actually says that this material in a population of people dealing with this disease, you will get this kind of statistical outcome. And it's interesting. It's a statistical. It's a percentage, right? 65% of people will respond. So what's happening to the other 35%? Well, We don't know because biology is different in everybody. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, these definitions of it's a drug, it's a supplement, they're arbitrary, ladies and gentlemen. And from the point, it's still a material that's interfacing with your body. We we've been we've had a beef recently about black pepper extracts, right? Mm, I was just right, and uh, piperin, it, it 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 for all its wonderful benefits, it the way it works is it's inhibiting glucuronidation in the liver. It's it's inhibiting a an important liver enzyme in order to artificially increase the levels of curcuminoids in the blood by essentially slowing down their degradation or their metabolism. Not when you understand it that way, it might not be the best life choice for you. So we'll be right back. Thanks for joining us. This is Ultra Life Today. Endolift is our new brain activity support supplement. It was invented by a doctor, PhD, MD, 
guy named Charles Gant out of Washington, D.C., who wrote the book, Your Godly Brain and How to Endure Addiction Now. He's an amazing scientist and researcher. Endolift is a combination of six amino acids. Each one is a building block for our different neurotransmitters that you use in your brain. We used to think that the way that neurotransmitters were built in your brain was dependent upon the speed of the enzymes that were in your brain. We've learned something new recently, and that is your brain will rebuild neurotransmitters as quickly as you provide the building blocks for those neurotransmitters. Endolift is six amino acids that are the precursors for your endorphin system and partially for your dopamine system in your brain. This is especially important for people that are in recovery, people that are dealing with a lot of stress, people in general that want to have a more tranquil and peaceful outlook on life. Do your brain a favor. Try Endolift today. It really will have an amazing impact on your outlook in life.